important. Yes, we're going to put it in the atmosphere. Amen. 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 God gave it. We're going to do it. Amen. 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 All right. Just repeat after me. 2023. 2023. The year of living living. in the completed work work of Jesus Christ. Christ. His redemption redemption. and salvation salvation. completed. The powers of darkness and the devil defeated the Lord Jesus Christ. Power to supply all of my needs established. In 2023, it's completed, it's defeated, and established in my life, my home, my church. And my children's lives in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, just hold on. Amen. Give the Lord some praise. Amen. 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 Because we mean it. Amen. We we don't just do the declarations just to be saying them. We mean it. Amen. It's completed, defeated, and established in our lives. Amen. Somebody say right now. Amen. Just repeat after me. I am God's workmanship workmanship. created in Christ Jesus Jesus. for good works. works. I am a partaker partaker of God's divine nature. I have been given a spirit spirit of power, power, love, love, and and self-discipline. I have the mind of Christ. I I am a new creation in Christ. I am redeemed from the curse of the law of sin and death. I am blessed. I am smart. I am intelligent. I am creative. I am blessed. I am established, anointed, and sealed by God in Christ. I am established to the end. Now give God some praise, because it is so. Not because you're trying to make it happen, but because it is so. You may be seated in the presence of the living God. Amen, amen. We thank the Lord for being here this morning. We thank the Lord for you. We want to say good morning to all of our covenant partners. We want to say good morning to the SoundCloud listeners. At this time, we're going to ask you to get your Bibles, pens, and pads, or your Bible on your phone, or your Bible on your iPad, as long as you have the Bible. Amen? Amen. Amen. This morning, we just want to set the foundation for where we are. On last Sunday, we talked about the divine armor of God. And so this morning, we're going to kind of step over into today. Amen. Somebody say, come on with me. Step over in today. We want to talk about this morning, if we're going to label our journals, if we're going to label the SoundCloud message, we're going to be talking about revelations of the Messiah. Revelations of the Messiah. Amen. So we want to talk a little bit about where we are right now. As you know, right after Mardi Gras, that's exactly when it starts. We went over into what is called Lent, which is Ash Wednesday. Okay. And Lent, which is Ash Wednesday, is going to run for 40 days. Amen. So Lent begins on Ash Wednesday. 
and it ends on the Saturday before Resurrection Sunday. Lent lasts 40 days. The season of Lent begins with Ash Wednesday. Worship for the day focuses on the themes of sin and death in the light of God's redeeming love through Jesus Christ. Worshipers are called to observe Lent as a time of repentance, prayer, and self-denial. There should be meditation on Jesus' life and death and of self-giving to others who are suffering and in need. Amen? Amen? The significance of ashes, you know, we see it on the TV. We don't do it here. Uh, that's not something that we practice, but we see it on the TV, and we see the people, they go to church right after Mardi Gras, and they have the ashes put on their foreheads, and then they begin a period of 40 days of fasting and praying. Now, what we don't believe in is this. What they believe in is this. They party all week long. I mean, they party till they fall out, and then they repent on that Wednesday and start fasting and praying and seeking the Lord. But this is what we don't do. It's all right to, you know, to go out and have fun. We don't preach against not having fun. We teach you to get out, get some fresh air, go have some fun. But what we don't believe in is it this. They're going to repent, seek the Lord for 40 days, and then do it all again next year. No, that's not what we, the Bible says we as Christians, we don't practice sin. We don't do premeditated sin. We don't sit down and map it out. Now, you know what? I'm going to party for a whole month. I'm going to drink till I fall out. And then I'm going to repent and seek the Lord. And, but I'm going to do it again next year. So it's already planned. Amen. But what we do believe in, in this season of these 40 days, we believe that we should observe Lent as a time of repentance, prayer, and self-denial. I believe and we believe that you should meditate on Jesus' life and death and self-giving to others who are suffering and in need. What are the ashes for, Pastor? They are a sign of mortality and a sign of repentance. Mortality being the state of being subject to death. Understanding that it is only Jesus Christ that can preserve our lives uh, we are only mortals, mort mortals, amen? So, during these 40 days, I'm hoping that your mind will be on the Lord, that you will seek the Lord, that you will praise and worship him for the great price that he paid on the cross, amen? So, we're going to be talking about revelations of the Messiah, okay? Because one thing about it, Palm Sunday Easter Sunday, Resurrection Sunday, is all about God's Messiah. Amen? Well, what is a Messiah? Messiah means the expected Savior, the liberator. Go to John chapter 1. Amen? And let's just talk about this. Amen. Because I like to know. I like to know what I'm celebrating. I don't want to be celebrating blinded and not understand where I am. Amen? Go to John chapter 1. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I want to know what I'm doing. I want to have something stand on as I'm celebrating. All right, John chapter 1, verse 40. And it reads, it says, One of the two which heard John speak 
and followed him was Andrew, Simon Peter's brother. He first finded his own brother, Simon, and said unto him, we have found the Messiah, which is being interpreted the Christ. So Messiah is the expected savior. He's the liberator. Messiah in Greek means Christ. What does that mean? Uh, Jesus could not have liberated us from the powers of sin unless he had power. So Christ means anointed. It means the anointed one and his anointed. Amen. And his anointing. The anointing is the burden moving, yoke destroying power of God. And that's what, that's what it took to deliver us. Amen. And that's what it's going to take in our lives in order for us to live out here every day. Amen. Somebody say the anointing. Burden moving. Yoke destroying. Power of God. That's what Jesus had. That's what he had upon his life. All right. Let's read John 1. Still in John 1. And I want you to look at verses 30. Right up above. Amen. And it says, this is he of whom I said, after me cometh a man which is preferred before me, for he was before me. And I knew him not but that he should be made manifest to Israel. Therefore am I come baptizing with water. Now this is the uh, witness of John the Baptist. He was saying of Jesus, he really didn't know him, but he just knew that he was preferred before him. And, you know, he didn't know him. Is that in your Bible? John said, I came here to baptize people in water for Jesus. I really didn't know who he was. Watch this now. He says, but that he should be made manifest to Israel, therefore am I come baptizing with water. And John bear record saying, I saw the spirit, there it is, descending from heaven like a dove and an abode upon him. And I knew him not, but he that sent me, somebody say that with me, say, but he that sent John, said John didn't know him. John was here on a mission. He just knew that Jesus was to be manifested to the people. And he had to baptize them in water. Now, how about that? Now, so, so what makes us think we don't have to be baptized in water before we can fully meet Jesus? John says, I had to baptize so that he could be revealed. Do, do you see that in your scripture? Because there are so many churches and denominations now that are doing away with baptism. And they're saying you don't have to be baptized anymore. But I'm, I'm, I'm a firm believer that if we are going to be Christians, Christ-like, disciples, follower of Christ, we got to stick with the word of God. Somebody say, please, whatever you do, stick with the word of God. I'm a firm believer. I don't know about you, but I'm sticking with the word of God. Look at what he said. Look what he says. I'm going to read 32nd verse again. And John bear record saying, I saw the spirit descending from heaven like a dove and it abode upon him. What spirit? Somebody say the Holy Spirit. Somebody say the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. He says, and I knew him not, but he that sent me to baptize with water, this is what he told me. This is what God the Father told me. He said, the same said unto me, upon whom thou shalt see the Spirit. Somebody say the Holy Spirit. 
descending and remaining on him the same as he which baptized it with the Holy Ghost. He says, and I saw and bear record that this is the son of God. Look at your neighbor. Say, what in the world is Palm Sunday and Easter Sunday all about? Tell them, say, I know. Say, it's about the Messiah, the Savior, the Liberator, the Anointed One, and his anointing. He said, that's how I knew him. That, he said, I knew him because the spirit, the Holy Spirit came and remained upon him. See, in the Old Testament days, when the Holy Ghost would come, it never remained upon anybody. Because sin had already came into the world. And so God said, now this is how you're going to know him. When the spirit comes to him, it's going to stay with him. See, see, the Holy Ghost couldn't remain with anybody until Jesus shed his blood at Calvary. It, it couldn't stay. Read your Old Testament. It would come upon Samson. It would come upon King David. Come on. It would come upon Deborah. Oh, come on, come on, come on. Uh-huh. The Spirit would come upon them, but it wouldn't stay. Why? Because sin had not yet been dealt with. That's the only reason today people can receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Oh, what is that? What is the baptism of the Holy Spirit? The baptism of the Holy Spirit is where the Lord comes upon your life after you have received salvation in his name and received him as a lamb of God for that blood, for the remission of all our sins. Then comes the Holy Ghost to empower you. And believe me today, we need to be empowered. You need to be empowered. Come on here. You need to be empowered. It's like going to the drugstore and buying your own medicine. You got your own medicine at the house. You don't have to wait till Sunday morning to come get the medicine. It's already yours. When you got the Holy Ghost. That's why Jesus said in the book of Acts, he says, after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you, you shall receive what? Power. Wait a minute, though. Power has a meaning. Come on with me. Come on. It ain't all about. Wait a minute, because I'm going to be the first. I'm going to jump. I'm going to shout. I'm going to praise the Lord. But it's something deeper, even more so. Power is rights, privileges, miracles, and authority. He says, after that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you. You're going to be given rights, privileges, authority, and you can do miracles. Somebody say, it's in my hand. It's in my mouth. Say, it's in my mouth, and it's in my hands. What that woman talking about in my mouth? Because Proverbs says, life and death are in the power of the tongue. Life and death are at your disposal. You can either speak life, or you can keep on letting the devil make you speak death. Or you can keep on letting him beat you up in your mind, speaking death to you and your situation and your families and your children. Not so, devil. Not so. Because Jesus said, behold, I give unto you power. Uh huh. To tread over scorpions and serpents and over all the power of the enemy. So what is power, Pastor? Power is rights, privileges, authority, and miracles. So he says, I'm gonna give you power over all the power of the enemy. Don't play him cheap. Stop playing with the devil, cause he do have rights, privileges, 
authority and deceiving miracles. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. So stop playing with him. I ain't scared of the devil. Wait a minute. Even Michael, the archangel, when he came to get the body of Moses, he said, I'm not, I'm not going to fight with you, Satan. I already know who you are. So all I'm going to do is stand back and say, the Lord rebuke thee. The Lord rebuke thee. Tell me you fighting the devil. Baby, you ain't fighting the devil. Uh-uh. We can't even handle the devil. It's the Holy Ghost in us. Somebody say it's the Holy Ghost. Somebody say it's the Holy Ghost in my life. Yeah. Can we go further? Hey, it's all right. My cup running over. So the Holy Ghost came upon Jesus and stayed on him. And then John began to say in the 34th verse, he says, and I saw in bear record that this is the son of God. Do you understand something? Do you understand that the Messiah of God, somebody say Messiah. Say he is Yeshua, Messiah. <laughs> He's Yeshua, Messiah. Do you understand that the Messiah of God is so important? He is so important today, tomorrow. He, is so, he was so important yesterday, today, and tomorrow, and forevermore. That when darkness was upon the whole earth, Jesus Christ, the light, was brought on the scene first. Isn't that, isn't that amazing? I can show you. Go to Genesis chapter 1. This is a revelation that God gave me early in the days of my salvation. I mean early. He, he, he revelated that to me, and my eyes flew open. I said, what? He said, yeah. He said, when I said, let there be light, he said, I was in actuality saying, let there be Christ. Let there be Jesus. <laughs> let there be Jesus. Can, 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 oh, we're going. Come on, come on. Come on now. Come on, come on. Yeah, Yes, yeah, Yes, he's so important. Somebody say he's so important. Look at this. Genesis chapter 1, verse 1. And it says, In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. And the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. And God said, Let there be light. And there was light. Now, in the Hebrew Bible, it does not say, let there be. It says, and God said, light be. And light was. He, he just called, uh-oh, he called those things which be not as though they, which is what we're supposed to be doing. Same thing. So we can really cut it down some and just say, Healing be in the name of Jesus Christ. Joy be in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Health be. And because we are imitating the Lord, guess what? The devil going to try us now. So now, if at first you don't succeed, try, try again. Be like the little engine train that said, I think I can, I think I can, I think I can, I think I can. David said, I encourage myself in the. So you got to encourage yourself in the Lord that when you say light be, what, what's what, what going to happen in faith? God going to command it to be what? 
light. But you can't give up on the first time. You can't give up. That's what's happening. That's what's happening. Pastor, you don't understand. I've been calling for healing. I've been calling for joy. It just acts like it don't want to come. No, no, no. It's not that it's acting like it don't want to come. It's trying to see do you know who you are? Do you know your place of authority? Are you going to give up and quit? Or are you going to keep on going until what? It breaks forth. You don't give up having that baby, did you? You kept pushing. The doctor said, push. Oh. He said, push. Oh, Lord, do I. And you standing there, and your husband was there. You about to break his hand off. <laughs> but you didn't give up. Because if you had a gave up, you would have never came to the birth. No, no, no. You wouldn't have never made it, baby. You can look at me crazy all you want. But if you give up, you're not going to make it to what God got for you. Somebody say, please, don't give up. Say, so keep moving forward. Keep declaring the word of God. Say, so keep the word in your mouth. Say, so keep saying it. Keep reading it. Keep believing it. And keep saying it. Because God got a way. You can't get around it. I'm finding that out. I said, God got a way. You can't get around it. I'm learning it. I'm learning it. I'm learning. I'm, I'm having to get up and dry my eyes from my tears because I'm seeing God move. And I'm saying, oh, that's how you do it. Oh, I didn't know you were going to do it that way. I thought you was coming this way. But it's all right, God, because you know what you're doing. Somebody say, work, Jesus. Somebody say, work, Jesus. Say, work it out for me. Work it out on my behalf. Jesus Christ, the light, was brought on the scene first. In the beginning, God. Uh -huh. In Hebrew, it would say, in the beginning, Elohim. In the beginning, Elohim. El means strong one. A name of deity. Elohim begins to suggest the very powers of God, the creator. Isn't that amazing? The very powers of God who created the heavens and the earth. Oh, my God. Listen, and the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep, and the spirit of God and the spirit of Elohim, the strong one, moved upon the face of the waters. And God said, let there be light. And there was light. This light was Jesus Christ coming forth. Listen at this. Into a dark world. This is the same way he would come into the dark souls of mankind. Somebody look at your neighbor and say, Palm Sunday and Resurrection Sunday is all about the Messiah. The light of the world coming into the dark souls of mankind. So in the beginning, the very beginning, God gives us an illustration of what it's going to take for mankind. He says, your soul, after you've been born into sin, is just like the world after Satan fell. He said, when the devil fell, 
it caused a catastrophe. It, 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 it emerged the world into darkness. He says, but that's just the way our souls were. Because if you're not saved, uh-oh, your soul is still there. But if you saved today, you say, well, Pastor, how do I know if I'm saved? And, and I'm sorry, I know what you're saying. This ain't, this ain't what's wrong with y'all, Pastor? This is not Palm Sunday. This is not Easter Sunday, but it is to God. Amen. So I'm going to do what God say. Amen. Somebody say, do what God say. And you're going to be all right. <laughs> say, obey him. Obey. And you're going to be all right. Because <laughs> I, I sat there, I said, Lord, wait, 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 wait. And then I thought about it. They're going to be so full with Easter eggs. And, <laughs> and that's all right. Come on, come on. I'm just saying. I'm not against Easter eggs. Buy all the Easter eggs. You won't die. 200 million if you want to. I don't care. But he wants us to know this morning. If you know anybody who has not accepted Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, you need to go this afternoon and sit down and have a little meal with them and talk to them. Say, did you know your soul is in darkness just like the world was in the beginning without form, void, and in darkness without Christ? Aren't you glad you saved? Aren't you glad you saved? Amen. Put your hand on your heart. Say, oh, so this is what Palm Sunday and Easter Sunday is all about. Amen. Amen. Christ is the word. He is the eternal word. And by him, the light was produced. For in him was what? Light. We're going to show you the scripture. Thick darkness was over the surface of the deep. And there was no light to see by. Darkness means void of truth. Uh-oh. So we got a whole lot of people walking around in darkness in their soul. We're not talking about they walking around without the sun or they walking around without light. They got darkness in their soul. Okay, Pastor, what is the soul? The mind, the will, the imagination. The conscious, uh-huh. So that means that's why there's so much murder going on. That's why there's so much thieving going on. Uh, that's why there's so much glory to God, hatred going on against all races. Come on, because there are dark souls in the earth, and they haven't accepted Jesus. Hmm, yeah, Dabashe. Oh, Lord. So you kind of got to gotta feel sorry and start praying. You got to feel sorry for them and start praying for them. Lord, let them come into the light. Oh, Jesus, let them come to the light. Let them, let them come to the light. Let them come to the light. Let them come to Jesus. Let them come to church. Let them come to the word. Thick darkness was over the surface of the deep, and there was no light to see by. Darkness means void of truth. The chaos represents the state of an unregenerated soul. There is disorder and confusion and every evil work. Did y'all see that? You see what God is doing? He's trying to give us an understanding of what's going on out here. 
What's wrong with the people? What's wrong with the people? Wait a minute. I hear, uh uh-huh, at every age. What's wrong with the people? Their souls are still in darkness. They can't see. Their mind can't see. Their will can't see. Their imagination is darkened. Their conscience is darkened. There's no light. And Lord have mercy. They running here on Easter. Everybody give me a hand clap. Thank you for Easter, Lord. And they expect for you to preach a whole year's sermon and get them saved, healed, and delivered on Easter. And that's even sadder. They get healed, delivered, and set free by the word, but then they don't come back. And what does the Bible say? KSL, you know the word. The Bible says whenever a spirit goes out of a person, it walks around. It roams around. And after a while, after six months, it gets tired. And it says, you know what? I'm going home. I'm going back to where I was cast out. And I'm going to see if they went back and got some more word. Because if ain't no more word in them, I can easily push the door of their heart open and walk right on in. Lord, I'm so glad. You know, Paul wrote about it. He says that the eyes of your understanding being enlightened. He said the eyes of your understanding being enlightened. Well, how does it get enlightened? Through the word of God, through the preach word of God, through the preach word of God. Uh Uh-huh. And then you go home and study the word of God. And then you turn on SoundCloud and listen to the word of God. And then you get on your knees and pray or you walk and pray or you sit in your favorite chair and pray and you talk to the Lord. And then he'll tell you, open your Bible. Let's read together. Let's study together. Enlightenment. And guess what? However long you've been sitting up under the word, you ought to have some light. I said you ought to have light now. Your soul ought not to be in the darkness now. Your mind ought not to be in darkness now. Your will and imagination ought not to be in darkness now. It ought to be enlightened. And so when the devil come and bring those ugly thoughts, you ought to say, not so, devil, in the name of Jesus Christ. I'm walking by the light. And the light didn't say that. You got to rebuke the devil. Somebody say, I got to rebuke the devil. I, I don't think you heard me. I said, you. I don't go home with you. I have to go to my house and rebuke the devil. Uh-oh. Oh, Pastor, I don't want you come home. No, 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 no. That's why we have Sunday service. Yes, we do. That's why. So you can be taught how to rebuke the devil in Jesus' name. You better do like Michael the archangel. And you know, angels are ten times stronger than us. Bigger, wiser. And he told him, I'm not finna fight with you because I know you. I know you. The Lord rebuked thee. You would have thought the angel would have got down and said, hey, bring it on. But he didn't. That's in the Bible. He did not. He said, Satan, the Lord rebuked thee. You better learn to use your weapons. We talked about it. We talked about the divine armor on last Sunday. I've been thinking about that. I've been putting it on. I've been saying it even the more. My loins girt about with truth. Uh-huh. The breastplate of righteousness. 
my feet shone with the preparation of the gospel of peace, which is the word of God. Uh-huh. So you got the belt of truth first. That's the word of God. You have the breastplate of righteousness. That's God's lamb, his salvation for us. Then your feet are strong with the preparation of the gospel of peace, which is the word of God. Then the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Then the shield, which is the shield of faith to quench all the fiery darts of the enemy. Now, to me, that sounds like a whole lot of word. It sounds like a whole lot of word to me. Sounds like a whole lot of word to me. So that means in order for me to suit up, I'm going to have to know the word. I'm going to have to know the word. And we're going to have to know more than Jesus wept. I know you like that, boy. You jump in the bed. Jesus wept. I didn't pray. I told them, Pastor, I prayed. Lord, have mercy. Check that off the list. What did you do? You ain't do nothing. Talk about some Jesus wept. What, do you know what that means? I better blow your mind if I told you why he was weeping. It, he was not weeping because Lazarus had died. <laughs> he was not weeping because the people were weeping. He was weeping because he was wondering, where is your faith? I am the resurrection, he said. I am the resurrection and the life. He that die and believe in me shall never die at all. My, 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 my. You better make sure you die in Jesus. I said, you better make sure you die in Jesus. I said, you better make sure. And so here we are. Oh, yes, that's right. We're in Lent, 40 days. So it would be good to remind us to remember, Lord, what you did at the cross, how you died for me. How your blood washes away all my sins, iniquities, and transgressions. How I'm only saved through the blood of Jesus Christ. I cannot work my way to heaven. I cannot work my way to heaven. I cannot work my way to heaven. I can only get in on the basis of Jesus Christ. I cannot enter the kingdom of God on the basis of my good merit. It's only on the basis of Jesus Christ. I got to confess him as lamb and Lord and Savior and Redeemer. Paul says it's good for you to stir up your pure mind again. It's all right because they don't give us nothing. I, I was in the house on the other day and I was pulling out all my little Easter tapes. I said, good God, they don't give us nothing. I don't know what they put on the TV now. All this crazy. And then you got to go through all this junk to get to what you want to hear about Jesus. Amen. So I got them all lined up. I got, I got them all lined up because I intend to watch them. I said, why are you going to watch them? Why you watch them every year? Why you do that? To stir up my mind. To stir up my soul. To stir up my soul. To remind me of what a dirty, low-down sinner I was. How much I needed the blood of Jesus. How much I needed him to forgive me. How much he suffered for me. It was me that sent him to the cross. Hello. It was my sin that sent him to the cross. Man, I tell you, I'm preaching good. I wish I had waited to Easter now. I had to wake up there. Wait a minute. I'm going to come in here and sing a song. <laughs> but it's all true. 
you know, let me, I thank you, Holy Spirit. You know, you prosper in the time of peace. You don't prosper in the time of war. Why? Because you're too busy taking that stand and fighting. So maybe God knew something that we didn't know today. You see how quiet it is in the spirit. You see how calm it is in the spirit. We can prosper with this message. We can run with it. We can run with it. We can prosper with it. We, it, it can settle down on the soil of our heart. When we walk out of here, when we lay our head down on the bed tonight, we can remember, you know, Pastor told us we in Lent, Ash Wednesday, 40 days to Easter. And during this time, I need to be reminded of what Christ has done for me, how he died for my sins, and how when I confess him as my Lord and Savior and confess him as my Lamb of God, that's what cleanses me. Not because I give my body to be burned or I'm, I, you know, and I'm going to say this, but don't take this the wrong way. Not because I pray 24-7 a day. You need to pray, believe me. But that doesn't save you. Oh, I fast twice the week. I'm not like those other people down at KSL. I'm not like the people I sit by at KSL. I fast, Lord, twice the week. Oh, oh, Lord. And I seek you Monday through Sunday. But that don't save you. You're already saved. What does that do, though? What does that do? If I pray and I seek the Lord and I cry out to him and I fast, you know, and, and I read the word, that helps me. I said, that helps me. It helps me. But you already saved. He says, and if you should sin, if, if, you have an advocate with the Father. He said, all you got to do is repent. That's why I don't waste my time with, ooh, child, so-and-so was down there at the club. Okay, baby, could you please call me back tomorrow? I don't have time for this. Because all so-and-so got to do is repent and stop their foolishness. Stop worrying me. I don't care. They need to repent. And stop the foolishness, though. Because when you repent, God expects for us to stop. Yes, he says, stop, 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 stop. Stop. Somebody look at your neighbor and say, neighbor? Say, repentance means change your mind. It means to stop. So the chaos represents the state of an unregenerate soul. There is disorder, confusion, and every evil work. It is empty. Listen at this. It is empty of all good because it is without God. Somebody say, don't give God no lip service. You do understand what that means, don't you? If you keep giving God lip service, that just simply means your soul is still in darkness. You don't mean a word of what you're saying. You still have an unregenerated soul. There's disorder, confusion, and every evil work. You're empty of all good because it is without God. It remains dark until God's grace brings in a change. This is one of the reasons God sent Jesus Christ into the world. This is why we have Palm Sunday. This is why we have Easter Sunday. 
because we needed the light. The light shines in darkness, the eternal word, as God shines in the darkness of humanity's natural soul, our conscience. That's beautiful. Christ is that true light. Go to John chapter 1. John chapter 1. I like that. You got your Bibles? You got your iPad with the Bible? You got your phone with the Bible? Glory to God. Hallelujah. Ooh, I thank God for this cleansing today. I don't know about you, but I can sense it. Oh, yes. Let me just lay this. Wait a minute. Give me a minute. I know, I know, I know they told you, child, she a prophetess of the Lord. <laughs> and I am. And so today, God is doing the miracle. He's doing a cleansing for us. I don't know, can you, can you sense it? Can you sense it? He's giving us that cleansing. So that way, I don't have to say, you get a house, you get a house, you get a house. Because of the cleansing, you get the blessing anyway. Y'all ain't hurt. Come on, him. You didn't hear me. I said, because of the cleansing, by the washing of the water of the word, you get the blessing anyway. You get it anyway. Thank you for the blessing, Lord. Thank you for the blessing. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, you're going to want to know this when the enemy comes to attack you. Oh, y'all ain't hurt. I don't know about y'all, but last night, I tell you, I did everything I supposed to do. I turned the TV off because, see, I know how I am when it's time to go to bed. I didn't eat very late, so my stomach wouldn't bother me so I could go to sleep. I, I, but that devil attacked. I said, okay, I got something for you. I remember the word. You're going to need it. You think I'm playing. I needed the word this morning at 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock, because it was like it wouldn't let up. And then I even saw something coming down the hallway. I said, oh, I got you. I said, you just wait till in the morning. I'm going to get my oil, and I'm going to anoint the hallway. I got something for you. And I'm going to double-dare you to come across that and the blood. Oh, baby, I got up this morning. I washed my hands. I got my little paper. The Lord even told me how to do it. He said, get your oil and put it on that paper towel. He said, pick up. Because, see, what it did, it went up under the rug. I said, oh, really? What that supposed to mean? Thank God for the Holy Ghost. Thank God for being under the word. Thank God for knowing what to do. Thank God for knowing what to do. So I got up, I picked that rug up, I went and got the oil, and I began to anoint in the name of Jesus Christ, and I placed the blood. I went down to the other end, and I picked it up, and I put the anointing oil and the blood of Jesus Christ. When that rug hit that flow, it was like, whoo, bye, 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 bye. Let me get back, let me get back, let me get back. So you got to let that devil know you know how to fight. And I'm not talking about with knives and guns and cussing and fussing. I'm talking about with the word of God. Because when you start trying to go higher, he don't like that. He don't like that. But you know what? God is bigger than the devil. Come on, y'all. Come on, y'all. Come on. 
God is bigger than the devil. Come on here. And you're not fighting all by yourself. He gave you weapons to use. He gave you his name. He gave you his blood. He gave you the empowerment of his Holy Spirit. He gave you a worship center to come in where you can get the word of God. Come on, y'all. Come on. He Yes, Lord. He calling it in, Anna. It's coming. Oh, it's coming. Yeah, they looking. <laughs> but it's coming. It's coming, Anna. Get your mind on me. Because it's coming in. It's coming in. The overflow going to come in. The overflow going to come in, saith the Lord. It's coming in. 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 Get your mind up, Anna. Get your mind up, KSL. Come on up, KSL. Come on up, KSL. Come on up, KSL. The Lord is doing this. Shine for me. But we got to shine. We got to shine. That's why when I woke up this morning, I had to run. You know, when you were in warfare all night, you hadn't slept. I said, no, Lord, you know I'm 35. I got to get some sleep. <laughs> you know, this woman here needs her rest. I can't be jumping about the bed like that. <laughs> you understand. You understand. I said, you know, they say I'm supposed to get. No, I can't tell you that because then you'll know. Oh, no, no, no. Anyway, they say you're supposed to get uh, eight, uh, seven, uh, eight hours of sleep. Eight hours of sleep is what you're supposed to get. That's what you're supposed to get. So I'm saying, Lord, what am I going to do? But when I got up this morning, God is so gracious. I could feel the strength. He told me what to eat. And last night, for some strange reason, he told me, he said, I want you to do this this and this. He said, do not get up in the morning trying to do this, 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 this. And when I woke up this morning and what happened last night with the warfare, I knew the enemy was trying to stop the word from coming this morning. But when I woke up this morning and I saw the time and I was having to do run, I said, oh God, thank you. I don't have to do this, 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 this. All I got to do is grab this, grab that. He don't think you exempt from warfare. We're not. We live in a fallen world. And it won't be unfallen until Jesus comes back. So that's why he said, I give you power to tread on scorpions, serpents, and over all the power of the enemy. Uh-huh. And nothing, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. I'm here this morning, aren't I? Amen. Am I? Amen. You here, right? Thank you, Lord. Look at your neighbor and say, the Lord is raising up warriors in this house. Say, he's raising up armies in this house. Thank you, Jesus. God sent Jesus Christ into the world. He's the light that shines in darkness. He's the eternal word as God. He shines in the darkness of humanity's natural soul, natural conscience. Mm -hmm. Go to John chapter 1. You there? Let's look at verse 10. I want to show you something. Look at this key. He says, he, that's a capital H, that's Jesus. He was in the world, and the world was made by him, and the world knew him not. Isn't that amazing? 
Jesus was in the world. He came to the earth. The world was made by Jesus, and they knew him not. Can't you say that today? The world don't know Jesus. The world was made by Jesus. The very breath in their nostrils and in our nostrils was given by Jesus. And yet they don't know Jesus. But watch this. Go over to the 18th verse. Notice what it says. No man has seen God at any time. The only begotten son, which is in the bosom of the father, he had declared him. Now, let, let, me, let me slow down. No man had seen God. Okay? So when Jesus came in the world and the world was made by him and the world knew him not, he understood. He says, but I'm here for a reason. He says, I know none of you have seen God at any time. Uh-huh. See, the Holy Ghost didn't come up on them in the Old Testament and stay. It would come and lift, come and lift. But since the blood has been shed, now the Holy Ghost can come and live inside of us. He can be with us and in us. Okay? So, so Jesus said, all right. He says, I'm here. No man has seen God at any time. The only begotten son, the only begotten son, which was in the bosom of the father, he had come to declare him to us. Jesus Christ came from the bosom of the father, meaning he came out from the intimate presence of God. Intimate presence of God. He communed with God. He knew the heart of God. <laughs> and God said, I made the world, but the world don't know me. He, he, he said, they don't know me, so I got to reveal. Somebody said, we're talking about revelations of the Messiah. He said, I, I got to reveal myself to mankind. He said, so what I'm going to do, I'm going to get a body and put my spirit in that body, come down to the earth, and begin to reveal who I am. That's deep. That's deep. Jesus came. He came from the high heavens. He came from the third heaven to the earth to reveal himself to us. To us. Look at John 1 and 4. There it is. There's your key. In John 1 and 4, it says, in him was life. And the life was what? What is it? So they say the very life of Jesus was the light unto men. Can I show you something else? Beautiful. Beautiful. It says, and the light shineth in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. Do you see that? Uh-huh. You know what that means? It has never put it out or absorbed it. It has never put it out or absorbed it. So stop being scary. Tell me, oh, the devil going to put my light out. Oh, no, he's not. No, he's not. The darkness can't even comprehend it. It can't absorb it, and it can't hinder it, and it can't put it out. Can't put it out. Shabbatah. <laughs> Really, the devil's scared of you. I said, the devil is scared of you. Stop being afraid of the devil because he's scared of you. Yes, Lord. Look at verse 9. Look at verse 9, please. In John 1, 9. 
It says, that was the true light. Now, listen at this. That was the true light which lighted every man that cometh into the world. So then what's the problem? Jesus said, I've given you a solution. Everybody that enters this world that's born of a woman, come on, they enter the world in what? Sin. So Jesus said, what's your problem when I am the light that lights every man's way, mankind, humanity, that's born into a sinful world? Can you imagine all the children that are born, they grow up and don't get saved? Come on, baby. You All right. We got a problem. We got a problem. Oh, I don't know why they're killing each other. I don't know why, why, why. We're telling you today. We t- we, we sh- God is showing. Can you see it? He's breaking it down for us right now. He's, what he's saying in essence, if you don't receive me, you remain in darkness. Your soul remains dark, conscious, will, imagination. So they're going to kill each other. They're going to steal. They're going to lie. They're going to cheat. Yay! But God don't expect the Christian to act like that. What's wrong? We got a problem now. Because somehow the church folk acting like the world. We got a problem. And Jesus left us the command to be light and salt. But we got a problem. Because we're walking around with our mind, will, emotions, conscious, imagination, and darkness. But Jesus says, I'm the light. If they would just accept me. And don't feel bad, because I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you right now. If everybody in the world was going to get saved, let me just help you. I know you don't like me, but <laughs> they don't like when I do this. Oh, Pastor, y'all not say that. We want everybody saved. We sure do. But I'm not going to die over it. If everybody in the world was going to get saved, why does Isaiah say hell enlarged itself? Is that what it say? That's in the scripture. And did you know that when God, they don't like this either, but you better read your Bible. Did you know when God created hell, it was for the angels and the devil, the devil and his angels. It was not for human beings. They said, well, why did God, oh, you know, you got a group of people out here that Feel sorry for the devil? I said, y'all done lost your ever wonder gum-dropping mind. <sighs> so they mad at God. They mad at God. But the Lord said, I created hell for the devil and his angels. And it was created when the devil rose up against God and committed treason against God. And began to say, I'm going to be like the most high. So the Lord created a place for him and his angels. But then when man came on the scene and woe man. And they decided to follow the devil. 
Then it began to say, hell hath enlarged itself. Hell didn't need to be that big for, for the devil and his angels. I'm not going there. So if you want my ticket, you can have it. I'm giving away free tickets. <laughs> That's right, baby. That girl said, Lord, help us. I'm not going. And that's why, wait a minute, wait a minute, listen, listen, listen. That's why I fight every day. I fight every day. You say, what do you mean you fight every day? I stand in faith. I trust the word. I hold to the word. And no matter what temptations come, how the enemy attack, it's like, not so, you lying wonder. I'm going with Jesus. I'm not going with you. And I'm not going to forfeit my blessings here on earth either. Because you got people living in hell right now. You got people living in hell right now. Their life is full of hell. But God gave you power over hell. Death and the grave. Yeah, He calling it in now. It's time. It's going to be time. It's time now, Anna. The time to come. The time is here. Yes, it's here. Yes, Lord. Say, thank you, Jesus. I'm in the light. I'm in Christ. So Jesus is in me. Let me slow down. Say Jesus is in me. And I am in Jesus. Jesus says I'm the light that lighted every man or woman that comes into the world. One more scripture and I'm going to let you go. Is that good? I think we, we done got enough to understand. Go to Isaiah 49. I don't want my soul in darkness. I, I don't want to live in darkness, void of understanding. I want to stay in the light. Because the light is truth. That's another thing. Remember, where there's darkness, that's a lie. Darkness means void of truth. I don't want it. I don't want it, living a lie. Oh, this going to work. This, well, how it's going to work in the Bible say it's not. Tell me how it's going to work in the Bible say it's not. How you going to tell me you're going to do this and the word of God says, no, you, if you do this, this going to happen. This, it's going to have a bad outcome. Oh, but it's going to work. You'll see. I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you. Well, show me, baby. Show me. Because I already know you will never make God out of a liar. We got too many Christians trying to, too many folk trying to make God out of a liar. That's what they're doing. That's what they're doing. That's why they keep living the way they live, doing what they do, because they say, I'm going to make God out of a liar. I'm going to make that word out of a liar. But really, this is how they do it. I'm going to make that woman of God and that man of God out of a liar. But you're dealing with God. You ain't dealing with me. You're dealing with the Almighty. Go make God out of I got a better way. I got, what, what better way than the truth? What, what better way than the truth? There is no better way. Is you crazy? Oh, I'm going to get around it. You don't know. See, I got a, uh-oh, here you go, here you go. Lord, y'all don't know the stuff I done heard in that office. I got a plan. I'm saying, okay, then let me shut up. You don't need me here. Then. So that's when I really shut up. And they be like, oh, she really listening. I sure am. Because I ain't, I ain't talking to a fool. 
<laughs> you don't talk. To, let me tell y'all something. Anytime a fool get to talking, just smile. Really, baby? Because they will waste your time. Because the fool has said in their heart, there is no God. Wait a minute. There is no restraint. There is no order. Woo! There is no order. I can do it my way. You're not Frank Sinatra. It's so sad. And do you know it take a minute? It don't happen in the first week, first month, first year. It takes time. And that's where they get fooled. And when they hit that brick wall, oh, my God, wait a minute. What? What? Ring, ring, ring. <laughs> ring, ring, ring. Mama, the phone ringing. Okay, babe, I'm going. Wait a minute. Oh, that's, oh. Hey, baby. Yeah. Yeah, I remember you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Doors are always open. Yeah. Now you, you, come on back. You need the word, baby. Yes, the Lord still love you. You just need to get on back in the house of the Lord. And when they come through the door, don't you be, oh, Lord. Did you, did you see someone? Oh, Lord, have mercy, girl. Did you see? Oh, good. good. Put, turn your cell phone on. Turn your cell phone on. <laughs> oh, did you see? Yeah, stop it. Pray for them, because they need to be back under the word. Amen. They need to be back under the word. I've been consistent almost 45 years. I don't intend to turn around now. Okay? I don't care if it was stuff in the word I didn't quite understand. Not finna turn around. See, that's what happened to Adam and Eve. They thought God was supposed to tell them everything in one day. And I'm fixing the clothes. No. It takes a lifetime to learn the Lord. And that's where the devil fooled them at. If you just eat this one piece of fruit, you'll know more than God. How in the world are you going to know more than God and he created you? How are you going to do that? So I don't spend time trying to know more than God. You'll never, you'll never have to worry about that. <laughs> oh, I bet pastor stay up real late trying to get that word. I don't have to. I just got a relationship. That's all you need is a relationship with him and trust him. Talk to him sometime. Well, I don't want to seem foolish just talking in the air. Okay, that lets me know right now. The Bible says, uh, he that cometh to God must first believe that he is. And he's a reward of them that diligently seek him. He's there. Just believe it. And the more you get in the word, 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 in the in the word he becomes real. He becomes tangible. Oh, God, I thank you. 
Guess what? Woo. Stand to your feet right now. Come on, come on, come on. Stand to your feet. The wind, I promise you, <laughs> the wind of his presence is here right now. Yield yourself right now to the spirit of the Lord. Not to me, not to the building, to the spirit of Jesus Christ. Come on, come on. He here, he here, he here, he here, he here, he here. He go to 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 go to 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 to